Welcome to the ICFM Leadership Podcast, where we focus on empowering, equipping, and leading. We pray this message will bless and inspire you. Hello, ICFM family. I'm Pastor Justin McCulley, and I'm the Senior Pastor of Victory Bible Church in Sparta, Tennessee. I also serve as the ICFM Mideast Regional Director. We are so excited to have you joining on the podcast today. I want to thank you for tuning in. I also want to take just a moment to thank the ICFM leadership for allowing me the opportunity to be able to come on the podcast and just share with you today from the Word of God. So with that being said, um, if you're in a place where you have your Bible or you can turn in your Bible, we're going to be looking at the book of Jeremiah today, chapter 1 and verse number 5. And this is what it says, and I'm reading from the King James Version. Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, the Amplified Bible reads it this way. It says, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew and approved of you as my chosen instrument. And before you were born, I separated and set you apart, consecrating you. And I appointed you as a prophet to the nations. Wow, that is an exciting verse of scripture as well as a powerful verse of scripture. You know, what powerful words that God spoke to this young man named Jeremiah. Jeremiah was created with purpose. He was called to be God's prophet to the nations. God's representative. God's leader with purpose. You know, no doubt you and I are living in different times and in a different day than what Jeremiah was living in. But I truly believe that each one of us also has been called by God and we've been given a specific purpose for our lives to be God's chosen vessel in this day and hour in which we live. You know, God knew us before we was formed in our mother's womb and he handpicked you and I to be his fearless leaders in these last days, anointed by God and created as leaders with purpose. And that's what I want to talk to you about today is leading on purpose. You know, as you look around the world today, and no doubt if you listen to the news, which I don't recommend you listen to too much of it, but if you know anything about what's going on in our world today, many are you know, led to ask the question, what is going on? You know, I asked my church recently on a Sunday morning this question. I said, by a show of hands, how many of you can say that you have never seen or experienced a day like which we are living in? Every single hand that Sunday morning in the congregation went up and it included a wide range of ages from teenagers all the way to individuals that was in their 80s that raised their hands and said, I have never seen a day or a time like which we are living in today. You know, it's no doubt that we are living in some very difficult times and very different times. But after all, we are closer than we've ever been to the coming of Jesus. I believe his coming is very soon. You know, we as believers and leaders with a divine purpose should not be shocked by what we see happening in our world today. Paul warns us of these times that we're living in. In 2 Timothy in the third chapter, he speaks of dangerous times, perilous times. A time when folks would have a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. 
He also talks about that men would be lovers of their own selves instead of lovers of God, that they would be unholy and unthankful without natural affection, truce breakers, uncontinent, no self-control, disobedient to parents, and the list just goes on and on, and it adequately describes the day and the time in which you and I are living in. And sadly, too many leaders seem to have forgotten the purpose of why we do what we do and why we are who we are as God's leaders in this hour. You know, Barna Group uh, put out something at the end of November of 2021, and it was uh, put up on CBN News. And uh, the CEO of Barna put out this statement, and I'm just going to read just a little bit of it to you. But it says, The great resignation plaguing our nation is reaching into our churches on an alarming level. Two out of five pastors nationwide are seriously thinking about quitting the ministry. He said, Now the pressure is on for the church to help these leaders from joining millions who are walking away from their jobs during the pandemic. He says, we found a subgroup analysis that pastors in the ministry for 20 years or more were more likely to tell us they were considering quitting, said the CEO. Also, younger pastors under 45 were the most likely to say they were considering quitting. While studying the well-being of pastors, Barner Research found that 38% of pastors want to quit compared with 29% in January of 2021. Also, church attendance has softened quite a bit, he says, since the pandemic started. During and after the pandemic, one-third of practicing Christians disengaged from their congregation. Just sort of stopped showing up. More than 4,000 churches closed in America in 2020. Over that same time, over 20,000 pastors left the ministry, and 50% of current pastors say they would leave the ministry if they had another way of making a living. Wow, that is astonishing that 50% of current pastors say that they would leave the ministry if they had another way of making a living. You know, I don't know about you, but to me that's alarming, and no doubt many of these leaders are truly called by God but perhaps have forgotten why they do what they do and why they are who they are. You know, the enemy has used the pandemic as well as political pressure, dropping church attendance, and for some dropping finances within their ministry to mess with God's modern-day leaders and representatives. Now, I can tell you as a pastor, as many of you that are listening can identify with this, that the pressure for the last couple of years has been on. And uh, no doubt there has been times that maybe uh, you might have become discouraged or have been tempted to become discouraged and question and wonder what's going on. But you know, I really believe that there's some things that we need to remember and some important things that we need to remember as believers and ministry leaders. Uh, Number one, I think that, you know, we need to remember that Jesus is our great and supreme example of a ministry leader. Mark chapter 10, 41 through 45 records these words of Jesus. It says, uh, when the 10 other disciples heard what James and John had asked, they were indignant. 
So Jesus called them together and said, You know that the rulers of this world lord it over their people, and officials flaunt their authority over those under them. But among you, it will be different. Whoever wants to be a leader among you must first be your servant. And whoever wants to be first among you must be the slave of everyone else. For even the Son of Man came not to be served, but to serve others and to give his life as a ransom for many. Jesus came to this earth, sent by the Father God, divinely anointed with a purpose, and that purpose was to reconcile lost man back to God, to reconcile lost humanity back to God. You know, Pastor Kenneth W. Hagen has a saying that he's famous for, and he says that Jesus came to this earth and he took three rusty nails and two pieces of lumber, and he built a bridge whereby man could cross over sin and degradation, poverty and lack, sickness and disease, and into all the promises of God. And that's true. That is a very true saying today. Uh, Jesus came to this earth, sent by God, anointed by God. He fulfilled his mission. He faithfully fulfilled his purpose. Through his vicarious death on the cross, his burial, his resurrection, Jesus showed us what a leader sent by God and called to lead on purpose looks like. It would be good for us as leaders, divinely called by God, to stir up our remembrance of what a leader sent by God looks at. And one of the ways that we can do that is by looking at the great leader, the great example of what a leader is looking at him in the Gospels and seeing the way that he did ministry, seeing the way that he cared for people, seeing the love that he expressed. Those are some great ways for us to stir up our remembrance of why we do what we do and why we are who we are. Uh, You know, leaders are first servants. You know, as a young minister at the age of 14, This was one of the first things uh, that I was taught by my pastor. Uh, He told me, he said, if you're called by God and if you're going to be a leader, you've got to first understand that ministry is service. You are first a servant. And the second thing he told me was ministry is spelt W-O-R-K. Now, how many of you (laughs) that's been doing this for any time can relate with that? You know, and that's true. Jesus demonstrated this in everything that he did. You know, from his baptism by John in the River Jordan to the Garden of Gethsemane to the resurrection, and even now, he continues to serve his body as our great intercessor at the right hand of the Father. So we got to remember why we do what we do and why we are who we are. You know, we are who we are because God has made us who we are. God ordained Jeremiah and God made him a prophet and sent him and appointed him to the nations before he was ever born. You know, if you're called to be a pastor, a teacher, an evangelist, a prophet, an apostle, if you work in any of those fivefold ministry gifts, or if you're in the helps ministry and you might just be the individual that you clean the church, praise God, thank God for 
for church cleaners. <laughs> Hallelujah. You know, you might work in the, the children's department, children's church, or you might keep the nursery. You might work in the church bookstore. You might greet people as they come in or, or be an usher or be a parking lot attendant. Whatever it is that you do for the Lord, God has given you purpose and you're valuable to the kingdom of God. You're valuable to me. You're valuable uh, to those around you and those that are in your sphere of influence. Uh, and God needs you. God needs you to lead on the purpose that he's given you in these hours. While many are considering quitting, and many are considering walking away, we need to remember that we are faith-filled leaders. We are Holy Ghost-empowered leaders. We have a burning desire to help people. We are called to lead on purpose. We're not just any leaders, but we are leaders that lead with love. Love for our God and love for our fellow man. We are leaders who lead with concern for our neighbor. We lead with compassion. We lead with fire in our souls. And we lead with the power of the Holy Ghost. We're leaders that are driven by the Word of God and by the Holy Ghost. Amen? So we have a purpose. God has a plan for our lives. And, you know, God has entrusted you and me with a divine purpose, a divine call, a divine destiny. And it's for this day and it's for this hour. God had you be born at the correct time. God knew where you would be born and God knew where you would be needed. Now me, I'm just a a, a, a preacher from Tennessee and you can probably tell that by my accent that you're hearing right now. <clears throat> you know, I'm a preacher from Tennessee. Some of my other pastor friends that pastor in the city, they say you're you're from the hills. You're a hill person, and that's me. You know, you may be from from California or New York or Florida, or you may be from Kentucky, wherever you're at, or any other part of this world for that matter. God knew where you would be needed, and God has placed you there for a strategic time. Matter of fact, it reminds me of what God said about Esther. She was appointed for a certain time, and she was used at a certain time, amen. It was for such a time as this. You and I are no different. God had us be born at the correct time, and we are his modern day, Jeremiah's, Daniel's, Moses, Esther's, Ruth's, Peter's, John's, Stephen's, Timothy's, James, and Jude's. Don't waste your purpose. Don't waste the gift that God has given to you. Today is the day for us to stir up our remembrance of why we do what we do and why we are who we are. Today is the day for us to stir up our remembrance and our purpose and begin to walk in it. You know, we walk in our purpose. We live in our purpose. We breathe our purpose. We sleep our purpose. We operate in our purpose. Amen. So whenever times get rough and we're faced with some of the things that we've been faced with in the last two years, and we've had to learn how to, to operate in a pandemic, and, you know, some of us have had to make adjustments to our ministries and adjustments 
adjustments to the way we do ministry. Most of us have had to learn a lot where technology is concerned and be able to understand how to live stream services and how to uh, do podcasts and things just like this right now and, and broaden our scope, broaden our horizon of the way we do things, you know. So when we're faced with these kind of times and whenever, you know, the pressure's put on, that's not when it's time for us to back up or to retreat or to get soft or just kind of, you know, draw back a little bit. That's when it's time for us to really embrace our purpose, stir up our remembrance of why we do what we do, why we are who we are, and really just, my goodness, be empowered by the Holy Spirit to lead on that purpose to lead on the divine gift, lead on the calling, lead on the appointment that God has given us. And even in the midst of adversity, God will still help us to be successful where he's planted us because we continue to be faithful. We continue to serve him. We continue to serve others. We continue to be his leader in the earth, amen? His man, his woman that's called and anointed by him. You know, we continue to love people. We continue to have compassion for people. This is a day when people are are absolutely hurting, uh, perhaps like never before. Uh, people are afraid. A lot of people, um, you know, are facing depression and higher numbers than we've ever seen before. Our young people are facing depression uh, like never before. And so it's just very important for us to be aware of that and uh, for us to not forget, you know, that one of the reasons we do what we do is because we love people. Uh, If you're in the ministry and you don't love people, you really should go down to uh, the unemployment office and see if you couldn't get a job somewhere else because uh, ministry requires that you have a genuine love and a genuine concern for people. Amen. So I just want to encourage you today uh, to remember that, you know, God has created you with a great purpose. And God has created you uh, with a plan, with a divine destiny. So wherever you're at in life today, wherever you're at in ministry, just stir that remembrance up that, you know, God has put you where you are and make up your mind that you're going to be faithful where you are and do what God has called you to do and trust God to believe that God is going to give you the results that's needed. Amen? And I believe he'll do that. I believe that uh, no matter where you're at today, if you're just faithful to God, faithful to his word, and you rely on the Holy Spirit, amen, you walk in love with people, and you walk in love, praise God, with, with those that you're in ministry with, then God will bless you, and God will prosper you where perhaps other people would say it never could be. Um, but God is just, a lot of times, the Lord is waiting on us to really tap into that purpose of who we are and why we do what we do, and then just go after it with our whole hearts, you know. So we're going to remember that we are who we are because God has made us who we are. Matter of fact, Ephesians 2 verse number 10 tells us that we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works. We are his man. We are his woman called to be his chosen vessel in the last days. Amen. We're going to remember that. We're created with purpose. Amen. And uh, we're, we're going to remember that we do what we do 
because God has given us as faith-filled leaders, Holy Ghost-empowered leaders, a burning desire to help people. Amen. We're going to lead with the love of God, with concern, with compassion, with the fire of the Holy Ghost. Come on, somebody. With power. Amen. We're going to be leaders that are driven by the Word of God and the Holy Ghost. Praise God. And we're not going to waste our purpose. We're going to do something with the purpose that God has given us. We're going to do something with the call that God has entrusted us with. Amen. We're going to realize that this is our day. This is our hour. This is our time to rise. This is our time to shine. Amen. We're going to remember that we have been born at the correct time, that God has placed us in the right place. God has given us the kingdom connections that are necessary to do his will and do his purpose and to do what he's called us to do. We're going to walk in our purpose, live in our purpose, breathe our purpose, sleep our purpose, and operate in our purpose by the power of the Holy Ghost. Amen. So I just want to encourage you today to make sure that as you're leading, that you're leading on purpose. Don't just get into a habit. Don't just get into a ritual. Don't begin to look at the ministry as just a job. So, you know, you have a paycheck or whatever, but begin to look at this. This is is your life's calling. This is your life's goal. This is why you was born. This is why you do what you do. And praise God, at the bottom line, you should be able to say, Jesus is my great purpose. Jesus is the reason I'm a leader. Jesus is the reason I'm a preacher, a teacher, or whatever it is you do in ministry. Jesus is the reason, amen? And I'm going to lead on the purpose that he's given me and make a difference in my world today. Amen. Hey, ICFM, I love you so much. I appreciate you guys. I appreciate the awesome leadership that we have and looking forward to seeing you at the ICFM International Convention in June. But until then, let me have a word of prayer with you as we close today. Father, I come to you in the name of Jesus. Lord, I just thank you for every person that's listening to this podcast today. Father, I thank you that you know where they are in life. You know where they are in ministry, Father. Father, you see maybe perhaps some of the uh, struggles they may be being faced with, some of the opposition that maybe's come against them today. But Father, wherever they are, I just pray that you would give them a great refreshing and touch of the Holy Spirit today. Father, I pray right now, Lord, that you would just do something awesome in her life this week, Father. I pray, God, for miracles, signs, and wonders to come forth. And I thank you, Lord, that this is our great year of increase. And we give you the praise for it. We give you the glory for it. In Jesus' name, amen. Now, this is Pastor Justin McCulley saying God bless you. Till next time. Thank you for tuning in to the podcast. ICFM is an international fellowship of faith churches and ministries. If you would like more information on our fellowship and what it has to offer, then please visit us online at icfm.org. You can also take advantage of our resources on our ICFM app available on App Store, Google Play, Amazon, and Roku. We pray God's blessings over you as you continue to lead forward.